Well, dudes, I hope you're excited. We've rebranded. Uh, we're now Get Played. And That's awesome. Hell yes. It's, it's great. We love it. And I think you can kind of think of this as the definitive edition of the podcast. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, wait. Uh, hold on, though. Nick. Is it so you're saying that this is like that this like podcast 2.0 sort of a thing or are you basing it's, it? I just sorry, I couldn't. Clarify. Sorry, Heather's mic cut out entirely. I couldn't hear what Heather said. Okay. Did Heather say something? Yeah, I'm. I'm saying a definitive edition is. I think that's like a cursed term. I don't think we can. Sorry, can you now hear Heather. Me? Now Heather's voice is coming out of Matt's mouth. Can you? Like when Matt? It looks like Matt's talking, but I'm hearing Heather's voice. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Can you hear me? I like Pokemon. I like Kingdom Hearts. It's okay, so it's, now it seems like Heather has Matt's personality. <laughs> it's... Is that... Is it just me that's experiencing this? Anyway, this is the definitive edition of the podcast. We're very excited. I have eight hands! I have eight hands! Oh my god, I have eight hands! One of them is in the table! Oh my god! Oh my god, one of my oh hands is in right? the table! You it's in the... Look, everything is fine here at Pet Glade. I'm sorry, the podcast is, is of course called Pet Glade. I, I don't know why I'm saying that the podcast is called Pet Glade. We of course know its name is Pet Glade. Look, it's the defi- this is the definitive version of the show. Uh, it's the same old show, you know, just a fresh coat of paint. And Oh, 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 I like this show. What are they? What have they done? This is so obtuse. If they were rebranding, why would they rebrand this way? This isn't. I can't even follow what they're doing. Matt's my favorite. Who said that? <laughs> it was me. <laughs> we start a new chapter with the same old crew this week on Get Played. to Get Played, the show where we discuss everything we're playing, played, and will play someday. It's your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to Get Played! And I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, along with Nick Weiger. That's me! What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was going to say I'm Nick Weiger, but that's okay. This is going great. And, and you know you who always, else is with you, me? You, you always used to say my name, and then I'd say, I'm my name, along with our... No? Did that not no, happen? No, that sounds right. So, no, that did happen, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm Nick Weiger, along with uh, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. New catchphrases soon. Wow. Wow. I was going to say, you know, typically, as far as podcasts go, the intro... Easiest part. It's it's always it, it, it should be a stick the landing every time situation. 
But here's the thing. This is the remaster. That's right. We're figuring it out. Like That's there's right. gonna there are gonna be some, you know, there are gonna be some kinks here and there. We're just gonna power through it. Now you're talking. Yeah. Well, slow down, horn dog. I mean, those kind of kinks. Uh, whoops. Wrong show. In case you were a previous subscriber and you missed the announcement on our previous episode, the episode that came out just before this, uh, this is the same show. It's just, uh, it's still the three of us talking about games. Heather, Matt, and Nick talking about games. Uh, just in a little bit of a looser format. And the show's now called Get Played. So here you are. Same episode, same, same feed. Uh, same content will be coming out uh, pretty much every Monday as on the same schedule. Just a yeah. little bit of a different rebrand. You're you're doing great so far. If you're listening to this and you're hearing it, you did good. You did you did the right thing. Unless you panicked and veered off the road, in which case, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Stop listening to the podcast and call for help. Yeah, we should have we shouldn't have scared you like that. Yeah. If you're at the gym and just dropped like a barbell uh, onto your chest. Because you're just shocked at this yeah. announcement. Just like, again, stop listening to the podcast and wave someone over to help you out. There is also a chance that they fell off the treadmill but got stuck in the track and are going around and around and around again and again. Yeah, you, you want, you're going to want help and you're also probably going to need counseling because someone's probably videotaping that and planning on uploading it and it'll be very funny. Yeah, um, it's going so to deal gonna with that so public funny. humiliation. They're going to be all flat when they get off. But it's the same show. Yeah, see? Heather it's doesn't like what we're doing. It's <laughs> <laughs> It is the same show, but it's it's the focus as as listeners may have uh, realized over the course of the last couple of years, our focus has drifted away from worst and weirdest, and so it was time to just formalize that. We want to talk about games. That's right. Some of them will be bad. Some of them will be good. Some of them will literally be our favorites. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's true. It, well, that's and sometimes true. we won't even have a, a necessarily like a specific game to talk about. Sometimes we will, but you know that's the that's the that's the nature of the show. It's a uh, you know what is that called? It's a, it's an amoeba. It's always going to be something a little like nebulous. Like oh, what's this? Oh, what's ooh, nice. Okay. Oh, I like this. Oh, what's this over here? I like this too. Wow. I guess right. this is my favorite thing on earth. This show is what people just will like say. an amoeba. Yeah, I didn't know what the right word was for it. <laughs> Everybody knows what I mean though, and they're going to think no, we you were it. being rude. <laughs> <laughs> Can I pitch an episode format right here live on the show? Yeah. Please. I, I want to do a thing called Game and Tell, where each of us over the course of like um like once a month, one of us brings a game in that the other two haven't played or maybe need to revisit mm -hmm. something that's one of our favorites of all time. And then we all get to play it together and we all and we all talk about it. Game and Tell. What do you think? I think it's a great idea. And Heather, I have one right here. It's called Balan Wonderworld. Oh, Wait, now what? No. You made Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. That <laughs> sucks. <laughs> I like that idea quite a bit. Uh, and not to brag, but I had a similar idea that I hadn't shared with you guys. So wow. Heather, we're sort of like an amoeba in that way. Oh, no. <laughs> God. So that's all the business up top. Let's talk about some video games we've been messing around with. It's what are you playing? What are you playing? What are you playing? What are you playing? It's what are you playing? What are and you playing? But like, really though, um, mm -hmm. what are you playing? 
<laughs> Are you asking me? I'd happily answer. I was yeah, asking Nick. Heather. Wait. Oh yeah, what what are you playing, Heather? What you, wait, what what are you playing? <laughs> Throwing it back at me. I was asking you, what are you playing? <laughs> Your mom. That's what I'm playing. Hell oh yeah! shit. Bop, bop. <sighs> that's unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> what if Nick real... was like actually like really upset? He's like, Are you fucking kidding me? Just can't. There's some lines you don't cross. <laughs> well, we are <laughs> We are recording this a little bit ahead of schedule, so I don't mm-hmm. know that I'll still be playing this in January, but if if things hold the way they are, I will be playing this game until I die of starvation. I'm playing a mobile game, Final Fantasy VII First Soldier, which is the Final Fantasy VII Battle Royale game where you choose a class of of character like warrior ninja ranger magician what do you know sorcerer sorcerer uh i don't know there's like six or seven different uh categories of play style and you are dropped into midgar from a helicopter and you hunt down everybody else who's playing it's about 75 people running around on the map uh you can use magic weapons melee it's it's a full final fantasy style experience but also the battle royale experience that everybody but me has already learned to love Mm -hmm. and it's guys i have made a mistake which you know i talk about combat a lot on this show i have never played a game that is only combat yeah it, the the only thing I can liken it to is being in an arcade and having and playing a fighting game because right. you like different people show up at the cabinet. And it's like, am I going to get kicked off this cabinet or am I going to keep playing? And that's every single encounter until it's down to like you and two other people. I have yet to win as of this record yet to win, but I have gotten into the top three a few times in the game. And it's so good. It's so good. It's, I can't, it's free. Is it, are the, cause you showed us a screenshot of your character who looks yeah. uh, cool as hell. Um, and also looks like you. Uh, and, uh, is the, is the idea like, like, are, are there any existing characters in it? Like, is there like a little bit of fan service? Like, you know, Barrett's just hanging out there. There aren't as, as of right now, there are not existing characters unless you count summons because you can also summon like Ifrit and Shiva Sure. Which, you know, when it hap- when somebody else does it, my character goes, a summon! Like, it's great. <laughs> but-, <laughs> but the costumes are all fan service. Okay. So, like, currently I'm dressed like Cloud because you, I would be, that's, if I was in Midgar, the first thing I would do is go to wherever that dude shops and yeah. get his outfit. Yes. Um, there are people on the map who look like cactars. There are people on the map who look like honeybee girls mm-hmm. from the from the honeybee inn. Hell yeah. You remember that? That's your favorite part, Nick. You never made it past that part of the game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's also, you know what else is really neat about it is that it, when you're playing Final Fantasy uh, the Seven Remake, even though all of the areas of the world are there, you don't really have a sense of where they are in Midgar. Mm-hmm. But 
as you are falling from the sky, you can see, oh, there's the the mansion. There's uh, the the entertainment district. Over there is the slums. Like you get a real sense of what the city is like underneath the plate. Uh, and it's I, that's also cool. Like you can rummage through Eris's house to get weapons to go hunt somebody else on the map. It's great. I love it. I love it. I mean, like, I love it. It's mobile only? It is currently, it's currently mobile only. And I've been playing it with a controller plugged into my iPad. Uh, I, it's, I don't know, man. Like, what do you, I can answer questions about it. Is it cool? Yes. Does it use the music (laughs) from the games? Yes. Can you choose what music is playing when you drive a car around on the map? Yes. Can you breed chocobos? Yes. Can you use those chocobos in the battle royale? Yes. Can your breeding of the chocobos give you an advantage in the game? Yes. Do the chocobos come in different colors? Absolutely. Like are there are there microtransactions? Like, are there things that you can buy to be better at the game? As as far as I can tell, the microtransactions are cosmetic only. Okay. Uh, and the getting better at the game is only via leveling up, which I don't see a package for. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 mostly just like, oh man, I really want to I really want to look like Sid, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna buy this costume so I can look like Sid. But you can also spend in-game currency, and there's a gotcha element, mm-hmm. so you can like once a day you get a ticket and you go to the gotcha thing and you spin it and you can get skins for your guns okay. or. For your for your bird or for yourself, uh, and right now, it's the end of the holiday season, uh, and there's been for the last month in December uh, a holiday campaign running simultaneously in the game where you have separate missions inside the game to decorate Christmas trees so that you can unlock like Santa clothes and like reindeer gear for your chocobo, and that's great. I, I, my favorite part about the game is whether or not to hunt the man who I think is over there or go do like a quest yeah. in the middle of a battle royale. It's great. It sounds really fun. I have have I have it downloaded. I've yet to start it. Um, I'm excited to get in there because I don't think I've played. I think I played Fortnite one time exactly mm-hmm. once. Didn't understand what I was looking at. Which was we- a weird experience for somebody who plays video games every day. Like, right. like truly got in there. I was like, I don't even know what this is. And then, like, got out. I was like, I'm done. I can't. I'm not going to do this. Uh, so the Battle Royale element of this Final Fantasy game, you're, you drop in and there are just other people that you can fight? Or, like, what's the, what's the situation? Yeah, there are 75 people spread out all over the map. Mm-hmm. Uh, all with different character classes. All scrambling to find... Uh, gear, so like you, you're dropping without anything mm-hmm. except your melee weapon. Uh, so you sc- go look for treasure chests to get gear or for cargo drops from the sky um, or a chocobo stand, or you can also ride motorcycles or cars. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's great. I don't, I don't want to leave it. I, I don't ever want to leave the game. It's it's uh it, your your journey. You seem so tickled by this game, and because we you've been texting us about it, and it's a it's a thing that wasn't even on my radar, and I would assume would just kind of be like half ass shovelware. So to hear that it's like really 
actually well done and and got you hooked. I mean, it's that's how, it sounds it sounds like it'd be up my alley. I also like Matt. It's uh, battle royals are like mo- are like mobas to me. Is it's mm-hmm. just like okay, this is a thing that I am late to the party on. And I miss the initial like, you know, PUBG, you know, uh, Dota rush where like I'm like it, 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 it the 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 forebears of each of those genres where I'm just like, OK, well, now there this has this own uh, this has its own language, its own conventions. It's just so dense that if I try to get into this, I'm just going to get completely shit housed, And I'm just not interested in that in my multiplayer experience, uh, in my own multiplayer gaming anymore. You know, I'm 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 I'm, I'm not as interested in multiplayer experiences all that much to begin with. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, I, 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 but, but this does sound cool. Cause it's a universe that I like in the same way that I kind of messed around with heroes of the storm, the blizzard MOBA, just because I like all the blizzard characters. I, I want to read, uh, just the headline from the Kotaku review of final fantasy seven, uh, first soldier, which is final fantasy seven battle Royale doesn't just work. It's tight. Wow. Wow. Like, that was my I went in being like, oh, this is going to be like Final Fantasy Record Keeper or like any of the other sort of like tertiary mobile Final Fantasy experiences. But like the reviews are like the people who enjoy it really enjoy it. Like I know that it's got a mixed a mixed review score on Metacritic because some people are like my phone wasn't powerful enough to run this. Right. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's fucking awesome. So. Nick, maybe you could tell me what are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, as Heather mentioned, we are still in the month of December as we were we're recording this, as you might expect. Uh, but I've been playing more Disco Elysium. I'm about 22 hours in as of this recording. Uh, I'm really, really loving it. It's a game that I kind of like everything I'd heard about it, and you know, it's 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 tricky, and I'll be delicate in terms of how I discuss it because everything I'd heard about it is like this is awesome. And it's unique and you should know very little going in. And so I will say that, yeah, that I will reiterate that, that like, ideally, this is one you come in to with as as few spoilers as possible. And I'll be spoiler light and kind of talk peripherally about the game as I discuss my fandom for it. But I'm really enjoying it. The writing is so great. It, it's the writing is really great. and There's so much of it. And that's the thing I've, I came to realize that I enjoy as a gamer is just having a lot of shit to read. Like I, I read more in games than I do in between the pages of books. That's <laughs> that's just true. I just like reading volumes and volumes and reams and reams of text. It's very stylized and there, there's there's so much there's a lot of voice acting uh, you know, I, I, my, I'm playing the final cut, which I, is my, my understanding is they went in and added a bunch more voice acting that was originally a lot of these lines were not voiced. So it's pretty much fully voiced. Um, and uh, in particular, the main uh, I, sh- I should have written his name down, but the the there's the the kind of the narrator of the game uh, who narrates so, so much of the action is like such a dominant presence. And it's such a great performance. And he's just got so many lines to say. It's just kind of kind of amazing just from a performance standpoint. But the thing I'll say is there is world building and then there is world building. Mm-hmm. And this game is like so like like, wow, they really created their own world. They really created their own universe with its own rules and its own language and beyond like because sometimes they'll be like they'll talk about world building and oh, they call werewolves a uh, wolfborn. 
Like that's like, oh, that and it's like, okay, yeah, yes, that's world building. You've made you've just decided on some rules of your universe. But this one is like has its own it's its own continents and its own and a lot of this stuff is is familiar if you played like you know sci-fi games or or high fantasy games. Uh, but but it's like but this is like more of a contemporary sort of reality uh, with its own you know continents, its own ethnic groups, its own languages, its own slang. What is um, your what's what's your favorite standout detail that you can like put your finger on about that world building? Great question. I think it's like. I, I, I here's a, here's an example like it's it's basically it, it feels analogous to the present, but there are no like screens really. So it's like uh, so a lot of what happens is it's like radio technology has become dominant. So like the computer is a radio computer and everything is done and, and people play games uh, via, you know, uh, via radio simulations. So it's just like it's it's just like an interesting way of of thinking of the world or just that, that it's like it's a very violent society with weapons, but they're they're muzzle loading. You know, it's it's just like it's like a just a sort of a different sort of. It, it, it's like a cruder, I guess, almost like diesel punk kind of world, although it's not exactly that. And I don't mm -hmm. think the creators would 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 characterize it as such. But it's just it's like like I, I think beyond that, I think just like so many fucking words, like the currency being real, um, uh, the world being Revachal, uh, all the different, you know, uh, again, there's there's so many different. Just like nations that you have to track. Like I know more about the revolution uh, that took place uh, in this world than I do about the Civil War. You know, it's just it's just it's it's kind of amazing. Just all the granular detail that is with that is in there. Uh, and the guy I'm playing also is just it's just fun to play a real sad piece of shit, uh, which this game allows you to embrace. My guy is a heavy drug user. He is uh, very apologetic and he's a communist. And that's uh, hey, that's yeah. fun. To, that's fun to role play. Uh yeah, uh role play. <laughs> um I, you, I I was just picking the I was just picking uh so there there's like the type of cop you have, the a, a copo type you get yeah. in the game. And I was just picking the dialogue options and the the you know the choices that I the role playing choices that I thought were interesting and eventually it came around like like hmm, you're a boring cop. <laughs> so <laughs> Matt, how about you? What are you playing? <laughs> uh, well, you know, as is my want, I'm sort of playing every single video game at once. <laughs> um, Remind us again how many games you finished in, in 2021 as okay. of now, as of this recording. Well, you know what? I texted you guys yesterday because uh, on the last recording, I did say that I beat 40 games in... Uh, during the the pandemic, the right. the, en the endemic, um, and I went back in my notes and I figured out that uh, twenty four of those were in the year twenty twenty one. Staggering, yeah, and less of the, more of those for the show than not for the show. Because for sure. the show, we don't have to always like finish the game to like really get like what the thing is. But for some of these, I did finish all the way. Um, and then also when I told you that. It was 24. Uh, today, I did add a 25th game to it. 
What did, what did you beat today? I beat. Uh, I I've been playing. Um, I didn't talk about this on the VR episode because I hadn't had it yet. I got. I expect you to die, and I expect you to die too. And those oh, yeah. games are really cool. They're like sort of like point and click adventure puzzle games, um, but they're in VR, which I guess was the recipe that I needed. I was like, I I. I feel like I'm doing this. I'm solving the puzzle to, you know, defuse this bomb, get all the tools I need to do this or whatever, or, you know, uh, escape from uh, this uh, this submarine safely or whatever. Like, things like that. It was super, super I played through the first one uh, maybe a week and a half ago or something, got the second one, uh, and just finished it, t- like, today. Like, uh, maybe, like, an hour before we started recording. Um, they're super, super fun, super charming uh, games, and I, I hope there are more. And if there are more games like that, let me know, because that my two favorite VR things so far are super hot, and I expect you to die. So anything that is similar, hit re- recommend me. I need I need them. Those are those are that's my zone. But um, I am in the middle of a ton a bunch of games, uh, which which sucks. Um, <laughs> but. I feel like now, because we've refocused what the show is, I have a fighting chance with some of these. Like, um, I just... Well, fight, fighting chance? You finished 24 games. 25 <laughs> yeah, I games. Fighting I guess chance. you're right. What are you yeah. doing is working for you currently. <laughs> well, Wait, the, what? I need to get more focused. I'm only finishing two games a month <laughs> yeah. as a guy with a job. These are rookie numbers as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I can... I, there's a guy with a job, a guy with a, uh, a live-in girlfriend, a guy... Yes. Uh, and I, and I don't do anything else. That's the thing. I, you know, <laughs> this, this is basically all I do. Um, uh, I'm starting to go back outside, I guess. Uh, but other than that, I, I'm staying in. And uh, But I'm playing right now. Well, I should say I'm on the final parts of Deathloop and Metroid Dread, and I have been for months, but haven't been, um, haven't completed those yet. B- because of the games of the show, and then also it's like I started these other games. Like, why did I do that? I should just finish those. Yes. I'm literally on the last thing of both. Um, I've done that before. And maybe it's that I didn't want them to end because they're both, as far as I'm concerned, on my list for uh, games of the year 2021, like two of the best games I played uh, last year. Um, like Just fantastic, really fun games. Uh, but right now I'm focusing on, uh, I started Mass Effect because of uh, Nick's glowing oh, yeah. recommendation for it. Mm. And that game, if you like... I know that that's a Nick game because those those people just talk and talk if you let them. <laughs> it's not so much reading, but you can get just information about truly anything you want. You can talk to everybody, and they got like they got a million things to say to you, basically. Well, yes. hello, Matt. Why? Yeah, it's really good to see you. Yeah, yeah do you know that I've had a store open here on the bottom floor of the ship for the last five years? We've got all <laughs> kinds of where. Well, it's interesting that you would ask that. It's I truly that I- <laughs> a, a, a king's bounty for for dialogue options. Like yes. it's, you can talk to anyone, and then also. I'm having a lot of fun. I guess I didn't realize that there was a good or bad scale. I was telling, I told this to Nick the other day um, that I like, I like really just clued in on that, that there was like a, you could be sort of good or bad, like Paragon or Renegade. Yeah. Yeah. Paragon or Renegade. And my, right now I'm, my character build is more Renegade right now and not on purpose. Um, Mm -hmm. 
Because honestly, I was picking the middle dialogue option for like kind of most of it, which is then which doesn't get you points. I realize. Yes. Um, but there was a mission uh, that I did where I there was a bunch of um, colonists that were infected with this like virus that made them insane, and uh, I had to like disarm them with this like grenade that had like a cure in it or something, uh, or like a low dose of like grenade in it uh that was gonna <laughs> like that was gonna like knock them out and yes. i didn't know Everybody's how to special. equip it or how to toss it at all and i ended up killing all 16 of them just because i didn't know how to advance and just like mowed them all down and they remarked on it when i was done that they were like man you really like <laughs> they were like, you didn't have, like, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> like, they were like, you really went and killed all those colonists, and my shepherd was like, couldn't save all of them. He's like, you didn't save any. <laughs> you saved zero. You didn't. You didn't even try. You put a bullet in all of them. Um, I feel like the film MacGruber is the closest to a cinematic experience of what it's like to ac make accidents while doing a video game. Yes. Because right. I feel I feel like there there are so many times in a game where it's like, okay, just just head over that ridge and we'll be <laughs> we'll be able to save save the hostages and you accidentally get the tank stuck like in the in like <laughs> yeah. in like a feature of the landscape and have to yeah. get out. <laughs> and then the mission fails. Like it's it's that kind of thing happens so constantly and there's no real like linear narrative experience like that. Yeah. Except in comedies. McGruber is in a world where uh, it, like in a like is like if in a video game world, it didn't game over and you were just stuck <laughs> with yeah. the choice that you just made. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, I blew up the car with all my like with like my tough guys in it that sucks okay what am i gonna do now um that's really funny <laughs> um but i'm playing that and i intend to finish that because i'm truly just very interested in it now um i had messed around with mass effect 2 back in the day on ps3 uh and mass effect 1 was not out for they didn't they didn't um do that for ps3 they had yeah, a sort it was like, of like xbox and pc exclusive i think yeah and so they what they did though was they like basically were like here are all the important choices you can make that'll it, you'd make it and then start mass effect 2 right and i was just wasn't interested in it at the time but now i'm super interested i hope to complete the trilogy um i'm playing so i'm i'm playing those three games uh, in a row probably uh i'm also right now playing um pokemon shining pearl and that game I loved Pearl on DS. Uh, really had like a fantastic time with that. That was probably like one of the last ones that I was like super into until uh, Sword and Shield. Because um, I didn't play Black or White or Black or White 2. I had Sun. I did, or I did X. Yeah, I did X. I did Sun. And then it, after that, it's Sword and Shield. Or there's something else after that too, I think. Um, but I, yeah, I just wasn't, I guess I, I saw a lot of like talk about these remakes being bad online and it has just led me down this like rabbit hole of like the, the Pokemon fandom. They're uh they're they're kind of a they're kind of a toxic bunch, which is odd. because uh, the game that they're talking about are these cute little <laughs> these like cute little monsters and they're like, This game fucking sucks, man. It fucking it's terrible, this goddamn game. And I'm like, it it's 
very it's like a normal game it's like it doesn't nothing about it doesn't work like it uh, it's all it's just like a upscaled version of it really like they you know they built it they rebuilt it from the ground up uh yeah and it like it i think it looks pretty good i think the the pokemon look really good um the stuff that they've like added like quality of life stuff i think is good the one thing that everybody is like really um like uh like screaming about online is that like uh because you can have pokemon like a pokemon companion follow you like around like released from your like one of the from your party like one of the from one of the pokeballs and it kind of just trails behind you but like and i think it's kind of funny i don't think it's bad it's not a bug it's a feature i think uh it's not to scale right because like some of these Mm. fuckers are (laughs) are huge yeah like are massive but it's a chibi aesthetic so they're all they're all like really really small. It's like one to one scale kind of where like they're like the size of your guy, and uh, it's just like it's really funny. And their 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 movement cycles are if they have legs they like walk around. But there's like a like you know there are snakes and like things that don't have like traditional like movements, uh, and they just sort of like float behind you but don't slither like an animal like a snake would or how you think they would move and so people are like can you believe they thought this game was done and i was like listen i've played games Mm. that aren't finished and i've completed games that aren't finished this is good this is fine you don't have to do this this is an option you don't have to have a pokemon out and about with you i I, yeah it's it's interesting because that is kind of also a of something of a JRPG convention of just mm-hmm. like the characters that you're seeing in the non-combat, you know, uh, reality are are some in some sense like representations of you know sometimes oftentimes you're not seeing your entire party even you're just seeing like the the, the lead of the party walking around yeah and so sometimes they're getting un- lost behind you they're getting stuck yeah. on something it's I've never seen it where I was like wow they're actually here with me yeah. <laughs> Uh, I can kind of suspend disbelief, but I also I do get I do understand people complaining because I mean, that that is the other thing, though, is that it's a you know, this game, it, it was it's, it was a $60 game. And so it is like, yeah, that's oh, part they, of it. I they think. expect, uh, you know, uh, but people also didn't like Sword and Shield. That was like a whole thing, too. So like there's Pokemon fans have not been happy for quite some time. Um, but I, I'm I'm enjoying myself quite a bit. It's kind of my nighttime game uh, for the moment. And and I also uh, I I mentioned it last week. I was playing the the multi or a couple weeks ago that I was playing the multiplayer of uh, Halo Infinite. And right now mm-hmm. I'm playing the campaign, and I'm not very far into it as of right now. But it's it rocks. It's so fun. Yeah, it's so cool. It looks great. Um, it just I don't know. I didn't realize. I wish I would have known I was a Halo guy. I kind of I wish I would have known this earlier on. I love Halo. It's uh, it's tough because it's uh, the, I think we I think we all have those things mm-hmm. of just like like, oh, I discovered this thing later. And I think I would have been a fan of this if I'd known about like I bet if I'd this is a bad example, but like so I won't say it. I'll come up with something else <laughs> that will stay in my head. <laughs> well, well, for me, it was uh, watching The Last Jedi and becoming a fan of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. There, there no, that's go. a great example. That's a perfect um, one. Or 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 playing Final Fantasy for a soldier and being like, fuck, I should have been doing this battle royale thing this entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, um, you know, listening to that uh, that uh, secret Wu-Tang album that I had to pay one point 
eight million dollars for. Oh no, Heather on the black market. And, huh? No, Heather. What? What? No, I'm a real big fan now. Like, oh, so it got you in. Okay, that yeah, got you it got in me good. in. Yeah, it got me in. That's good. Okay, I I, I guess I was concerned that you uh, spent that much money on on, yeah. on it, but that's okay. I need, I need to talk to Earwolf about how our contracts paid out because <laughs> seems inequitable. <laughs> Halo Infinite on Game Pass, and oftentimes this this show sounds like we're we're shilling for Game Pass, but I'm definitely going to play it because Absolutely I like the... Absolutely not. Not going to happen. <laughs> I won't do that. If you need to know where your compass lies, like where your moral compass lies, listener, I'm that compass. I will never lead you astray. I will never take money from Microsoft like these two nerds to my left and right. <laughs> won't do it. Uh, I, I'm going to say that 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 Game Pass to me, it's 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 a uh, you know still a it's a pretty incredible value as value. we've talked about. Yeah, he's reading the copy. Is, I can see the copy right here. Of course, just, PlayStation is working on their competitor, of but we know is for working months on their competitor, but we've known for months that like I can Game read it Pass, too, Nick. <laughs> uh, from industry leader Microsoft <laughs> is the only way to play the best first party games as Use well promo as selection. Code. <laughs> thank you daddy gates <laughs> what i was going to say is that is that it feel like like i i've been wrong so many times in technology uh, about uh technological uh, technology products that end up being leading us further down uh the kind of dystopia dis- uh, depicted in disco elysium which is like you know i was like i was super into amazon i was like oh amazon's so great it's so convenient and sending like oh netflix and they'll send you dvds and they also have like streaming movies like super into that uh and just down the line to where I feel like Game Pass is the latest iteration of at least I'm conscious of the pattern now of like, like get in now and enjoy it because this is eventually going to it feels like this is the same sort of thing that's going to completely wreck the industry. Like it's going to completely disrupt the financial model and uh, and set, you know, developers up on the road to serfdom where they're all like worried about they're all being underpaid because they have to do the provide uh, you know, their fucking games at a discount to these dominant streaming services. Yeah. But for now, it's fucking great. To yeah, play so many games. I am always like, how does this work? Like, it does feel very much like that those months and months where we had movie pass and how yes, that was exactly. nice. And I like every time I used it, it was like, well, there's no way that this is on the up and up. There's no yeah. way. This is impossible. But one for Thor Ragnarok, please. Like, just like and going for it. Yeah, I'll see. I'll take a risk on Jumanji. Why not? Uh, but I wonder, speaking of the PlayStation one, though, I wonder if they're going to be able to do... There's no way PlayStation is going to be comparable because I don't think they're going to be like, oh, here's Thor. I mean, here's not Thor Ragnarok. Here's God of War Ragnarok day one. Here's yes. For Horizon Forbidden West day one. There's no way they're going to do that. From the reporting I read, uh, shout out to past guest uh, Jason Schreier uh, at Bloomberg. From the reporting I read, they, they're they're not going to have day one exclusives. That's going to be a distinction. It's not going to be as uh, as comprehensive of a service, but you know they'll still hopefully have a, a nice library of titles. Yeah, there's nothing Sony does better than looking at what another person is doing and making it more complicated. <laughs> 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 Remember their Wii Remote Killer? The hell was that thing? The little ball, glowing ball at the end. I, I fucking love Sony so much. I yeah. like. I, I love them. I love them. I love them. You remember? Okay, now they, Heather's they reading her copy like now. One of the first <laughs> ebook readers 
in like the 90s. And it was like, what you what in order to like get a book onto it, you had to like get a special cable and special software. Like it was just a nightmare. And the the feeling for for all I mean, like mini disc, UMDs, yes. all of it. They're like, oh, man, you see that CD? We should make it smaller and put it in a portable video game system. It's just bad <laughs> ideas. But they're yeah. loving. They're loving. The UMD stylish. is like, to me, it was it, it, looking back on it is like, what if we made something that seems broken? Like as soon as you have it, like it doesn't it never seemed like it was like they seemed like the most fragile things in the world to me somehow. Also, it was the the size of them compared to all the other portable games at the time was like, this is huge. You can't just take a like a like a saltine packet of UMDs with you on an airplane. No, no way. <laughs> like a Pringles can full of discs. <laughs> but, um, you know, I still have a couple movies on UMD and someday I'm going to get a PlayStation Portable again so I can play them because there's no other way to watch it. Feels like a cool move would be to, like if you if you want to do something kind of, uh, I don't know, like 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 hip and indie would be to release like a, I don't know how you'd even fucking master it, but if you could release a movie that was only on UMD, that would be like, be so inaccessible, that would kind of be cool in and of itself. Yeah. UMDs are proto NFTs. <laughs> and I'll stand by that. <laughs> Uh, hey, those were some games we've been playing, but how about some games we're looking games forward to? Games we've been playing! <laughs> <laughs> some games we're looking forward to in this current year, 2022. Anything on the horizon? Guys. Horizon, maybe? Well, I am super fucking psyched about Elden Ring. Wow. I have Elden I, Ring on my list. Oh my God. It's the only game I currently have pre-ordered. Like ready, like day one shipped tangible disc to me. Uh, I can't, I can't wait. And shout out to former guest Gene Park, who says it's fucking amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, there's no, what else do you need? We just need this, another Souls game. This is, yeah, this is from, uh, this is the, the, the new From Software game that got delayed a little bit, uh, makers of, uh, of Demon Souls and, Dark Souls and Bloodborne and what have you. It does. It does look cool as hell. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's I think that's just it's also like it feels like a game that's going to be ready when it comes out, as apparently is the case with Halo Infinite as well as like Mm -hmm. they see they they took enough time to develop it, which is which is encouraging. So and that comes out in fucking February. We have basically we have so little time to catch up with what we're like with with any sort of backlog before they just a barrage of new games start hitting. Yeah. You know what? First off, I think that's great. I think we don't don't look back, only look forward and look forward as (laughs) run and like try and grab games beside you as you're moving into the future as fast as possible. The other thing is. One of the things I love about this pandemic. (laughs) 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 Is I I feel like these these delays that are happening across all content, all media books are being delayed. TV shows are delayed. Everything's being delayed, which because 
it this is never going to end. That slow IV drip of new stuff is so much. I I think it's better paced. Like, don't you remember? Mm-hmm. It used to be that like a hundred games would come out in October, and you'd yeah. be like, "Fuck, what do I do?" And now it's like stuff has been pushed into next year. Like even DLC has been pushed in next year, and you you slowly get a little bit more game every month. And I think that's a more, I don't know, I like that's a healthier way of of doing this. Fully agree. And it keeps games from being buried in the holiday season, you know, because <clears throat> the longest time, like games have followed the, the toy industry model of just I mean, that was that was kind of a, that was what was happening in the in the 8 bit and 16 bit era and even in the 32 bit era. And that's just kind of become, you know, how games were released is just like everything kind of has to come out in anticipation of the holidays because that's. That's when the toy industry, you know, goes into the black and it's and and that approach is not necessarily it it, it doesn't make sense when most gamers are adults, you know, with occupations. Yeah, release stuff year round. I love it. I have a take and it's that I think. After maybe maybe after this year, after the year 2022, maybe we don't put out any new games for two years. Just give (laughs) us a two year break. (laughs) Because there's not, a, there's not like, it's not like we'll run out. You know, there's, yeah, there's, true. there's plenty. There's, there's probably stuff from like the, uh, you know, like the PS3, like Xbox 360 era that we all missed that are still pretty playable that, uh, you know, maybe we just take a break. Just stop putting out games. Movies too. We don't need it. Like, I'm just like, take it. Let's all take a break for two years. And then we come back, but you know, not, we don't stop working on stuff, right? Sure. We're like, that way, the stuff that comes out in, uh, in, in 2024, 2025 is really good. But it's not also, ever, it's not like, like oh, hey, we've got, here's three years worth of stuff at once. No. It's like, let's everyone can take their time a little bit and just yes. sort of get everything nice and polished. So it's so it's a normal amount of content. I like this, a little, little two-year neutral zone. Let's do it. Yeah. that We could all just kind of then sit around and think for a second too, you know, and just drink some water uh, and, and, and focus up. Get back in and, 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 you know, maybe play uh, all of Uncharted or something. You know, give, yeah. give me some time. <laughs> We're banning new content for 2023 and 2024. Yeah. So Just if you're trying to get something made. No new content. Yeah. You, you better make it this year or you better fucking hold your horses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's a game. You know, one game I'm looking forward to that's on the 2022 release calendar, and I have a feeling it's going to be pushed into the next year, but I'm going to just say it uh, along with Elden Ring. I want to see what happens with Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Oh, yeah. That's, that's how I would, if, I, if there's a fucking awesome Avatar game, it's going to rule. <laughs> that's going to be so great. Yeah. I feel like we floated the idea of uh, uh, being pro Avatar on this show before. Uh, I'm ready for Avatar to make a, a, a an intense comeback. I'm I'm ready for to, to get back into the world of Pandora. Let's fucking go. Let's get a Shadow of Mordor tier sort of Avatar game. I'd love it. Just like just a high quality licensed game set in the set in Pandora. Yeah, yeah like, why not? Like Avatar, like Breath of the Wild, like with like weapons that can break too and stuff. Like I'm in. Let's go. Um, I I'm really looking forward to. It's it's coming out in January, which I'm very surprised that it hasn't been delayed or anything. But uh, I'm looking. I'm this is going to be a surprise to everybody. Looking uh, forward to Pokemon Legends Arceus <laughs> <laughs> because I'm just like 
this is this is crazy to me. Like the because like they usually the mainline Pokemon games, you know, there's one and there's the other one. This is like, hey, this is this, and it's a very specific experience. Here you go. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm I'm down. It looks all it's all old. Like I'm I'm interested. <laughs> That because that's all it's it's like kind of an origin sort of yeah story kind of yeah so it takes like place in the past. like hundreds of years before any Pokemon game and so like the balls have buckles on them but they somehow shrink to like I don't know how it fucking works buckles uh, huh like belt buckle yeah like like latches like like because they they're old right so. So wait, so you go up to a Pokemon and you like scoop him up and then you latch it closed? That's like the a, thing like that a, I don't know. I don't know how the technology works because they get, you know, they sort of like a beam into the ball, that you right? shove a cat into? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> it's a little steampunky, it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, or just old timey. But that's not like the main thing I'm looking forward to, but I'd be mm-hmm. lying if I didn't say it was a big part of it. I want to know how these balls work. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, that's like probably, honestly... Well, God of War Ragnarok is like my big one, but that is not yeah, on yeah. the release schedule for this nope. year. And if it comes out in 2022, I think I would say I'm very surprised. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of these games are going to be an- announced or updated with uh, with uh, release dates during the Game Awards, mm-hmm. right? Mm. So oh, uh, yeah. right. Mo- a few of these things will be modified. I have a question about this Pokemon game, Matt. Please. I got to go back to it. Please. Do you... So do you think you'll meet like Pikachu's grandpa? Do you think you'll meet like Grandpa Chu? <laughs> yeah, I think I think we'll meet an old Pikachu, uh, which then would in in our current world sort of reposition current Pikachu as like a baby Yoda type. Uh, right. So yeah, we'll meet like a Pikachu with like a with like a gray beard and like a staff. Uh and he'll be like, Pika. Pika. Why, why do all of your old men sound like Bill Clinton? He's the only old guy I can think of, I guess. <laughs> uh, but we'll see that, and, we'll, and, and but the, the other thing is we're going to see other, um, not variants, uh, but we're going to see um, region specific versions of uh, some Pokemon that we already know about. So like that, that's always mm-hmm. really exciting to me too. Just like a new take on a, a Pokemon that we've seen before. Wow. I, I I will say I sleep soundly at night knowing on this podcast that Matt Apodaca has the Pokemon beat covered and the Kingdom Heart beat covered. Yes. I never need to worry about that. <laughs> that's that's my zone. Those franchises, Kingdom Hearts, Pokemon, Matt's got it down. I get, And you know what? Let's throw Tony Hawk in the mix, too. I, I, I keep my fingers on the pulse <laughs> of what he's up to. And speaking of 2022, I thought we could make some New Year's gaming resolutions here on the. What podcast. are you resolving? To- <laughs> that wasn't what we discussed, but okay. <laughs> so we'll each make one gaming resolution, one podcast resolution, one thing for the show, and one game in our backlog we pledge to finish by year's end. Ooh, mm. should I go first? I can go first. Do it. Do it. Okay, great. My gaming resolution, I touched on this earlier. I am going to stop being averse to multiplayer gaming 
I'm going to do a little bit more MP. I'm going to do some more multiplayer. And I don't mean stuff that's in my comfort zone. Like just your, just your, you know, playing it, partying up in Diablo two. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like, Hey, you know what? Maybe I will kind of play some, uh, a, a little halo death batch or, or, or just, you know, some of their different multiplayer modes. Maybe I just will. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll finally try overwatch which I think is, you know, hey, I, I bet I'd like that game. I've just gotten out of competitive multiplayer, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to resolve to do a little bit more uh, multiplayer gaming uh, in the year of our Lord 2022. That's my gaming resolution. Heather, how about you? Well, my gaming resolution uh, is twofold. One is I resolve to finish a game in VR. Currently, I have played a bunch of VR games, but I haven't actually finished any of them. Uh, and that's usually be uh, in part, that's because I'm, I was thrown into a swimming pool with a, like, it's, you know, I'm in the ball pit at right. Chuck E. Cheese and there's so much to do that I'm like, oh, wow. What about this? Oh, wow. What about that? So I really want to finish uh, a VR game, but my, my piggybacking on that is that I really want to convince you guys to play a tabletop game in VR because you can play tabletop board games in this like VR environment where we talk in the mics and, and we wear the helmets and you can see each other moving around and stuff. And I think that that would be either a great episode or at least a really fun hour and a half before I got weirded out by it. I, I want to see if my social anxiety kicks in yes. when I'm in a virtual space. So that's my that's my gaming resolution. Finish a game in VR and play a game with you guys in VR. I'm uh, I'm I'm in for the second one, so can hopefully check that one off. I'm into I'm into. I didn't say anything. I was smiling, indicating that I was into it, but I didn't say yeah. I didn't say anything. So let me say that yes, I'm in. I'm there. Cool. And also, Great. wouldn't mind spending some time in that virtual ball pit. Sounds like a blast. <laughs> stinks. <laughs> it's like, it still stinks somehow. Stinks. <laughs> Mary walked into my garage and was like, ah, it smells like urine in here. And I went, what? (laughs) (laughs) Because like, I don't, it just smells like a garage to me. And she's like, no, it smells like urine. It really smells like urine in here. And like, I got more self-conscious than, I I didn't do anything. I'm not Mm -hmm. just sitting here peeing. (laughs) I got real, I got real worried. Yeah. That's that's tough. That's rough. Yep. <laughs> um, man, my gaming resolution. That's tough. That's because uh, you know, I could say that I won't start a game until I finish the game. But we all know that that's just simply not how I do it. I yeah. I play buffet style. Um, but I think I think something that I am gonna do is I don't think I'm gonna or not. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna frame it that way. I'm going to say my for my t- gaming resolution for the year 2022 is that I'm not going to game in public spaces. Wow. Okay. What? Because wow. I I'll I'll take like my phone to the beach or something and I'll bring my backbone or I'll bring my switch or something and I'm not enjoying the beach. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I'd rather Fair. It's it's like I could take that in, I can get splash around in there or something or I'll even like I'll take it to like you know, just places where like I could be, you know, talking with somebody or or something like that. Not like completely ignoring them, but in like a group setting or something. I was like, oh, I'll just pull out my like on like a. I used to like 
if, if I went on like a vacation with my friends, bring my switch and sort of like do that while everybody else is doing something like I could have been hanging out with my friends, uh, talking with them or something. Uh, so if that ever becomes a thing again, uh, I'll, I'll do that. Um, but yeah, I think, I think gaming for me is going to have to be an inside thing. Interesting. Indoors, uh, or at home sort of thing. Well, I've completed 24 games, uh, this year. (laughs) Who could say? I'm just surprised you've that you do this enough where this has become an issue. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, is it, it's it's more you being distracted around uh, people you should be engaged with. Yeah, it's sort of that, and it's also like I, I mean, I'm a, uh, I'm about to go on a vacation, uh, on like a, a a true vacation for like the first time in like a long time, and like mm-hmm. log completely off. And I'm like, I don't think I'm logged off if I'm logged on. So mm-hmm. I gotta. I think I got to like completely just kind of disconnect. I could read a book. That seems like a normal thing to do. I'll put that down faster than, uh, than hell. Uh, if somebody's trying to talk to me, <laughs> but a game, I'll be like, Oh, one second. You know what I mean? Like it's sort of like, <laughs> yeah, it's, I a, got it. it's a little more involved, but a book I'll throw it away. For I, the podcast. Yeah. Go on, Heather. I, I was just, I, I, don't think you need to follow through on this resolution, Matt. I just, I want to say, <laughs> for, as a vote for the other side, bring your Switch to the beach. Yeah. No conversation is as interesting as Breath of the Wild under That's an true. umbrella with a nice daiquiri in your hand. That's, that is true. You're right. And I'll, and I'll entertain, look, there are good guys on, uh, here on both sides, so I'll listen to, I'll listen to both of you. Just, just like in our politics. Yeah, yeah. There's great guys, guys on both, both sides. sides. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my podcast resolution is to just stop talking. <laughs> I sometimes just start going like a snowball rolling downhill. And then I, and I've made my point and then I keep going past it and then I belabor it. So I am going to stop talking starting now. Uh, okay. My, my podcast resolution is to I resolve to join in on a joke. <laughs> one of the, one of the episodes in the next fifty two weeks plus premium on Patreon. One of these episodes, you guys are going to be doing the joke, and I'm going to be like, okay, okay, I got it. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in here. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna I'm not gonna sit back and feel sick to my stomach. And then get angrier and angrier. I'm going to just join in. Okay? That's my podcast resolution. Join in on a joke. Hmm. Mine? Stop being so damn funny. (laughs) No. Um, I think, and this is going to be a hard one, but I'll I'll hit you with this. This is some real shit. I'll hit you with this. I'm going to stop reading comments. I'm done. Wow. I don't need it. Wow. Good or bad, I don't need it. It's just too much. It's too much feedback. I last year, I um, I like disabled notifications on my phone, like for social media stuff. Yeah, and that was great. But then I found out that I could just search my sh- shit and then see people being a dickhead or whatever, or being nice, mostly being nice. But then you get that people being dickheads here or there. Uh, right. So I think I'm just gonna really, really commit. To like not reading comments on stuff. I think that's healthy. I don't yeah. read anything. I, I try to avoid all that shit. Yeah, it's just so, too, yeah. there's too much of it. There's it's mostly yeah. good stuff. That's the other thing too is that like that does sort of 
it, 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 it blocks out people who are genuinely being really nice. And I appreciate those people. Uh, but they'll send their good stuff to me uh, in good faith anyway. And whether I see it or not, I appreciate it. I'll take up the slack from Matt on this one because mm-hmm. I already <laughs> refresh like the Reddit comment page, like, I don't know, every few hours to see if anybody said anything or if there's any like actual feedback uh, that that might help make the show better. Mm-hmm. So far, that has happened once or twice. Yeah. Um, I have all my notifications set to maximum. Oh, you get, uh, you get extra ones. <laughs> and um, I... I will also be the first to adopt Apple's AR glasses. So I just get pop-ups in my face constantly. <laughs> like it's going to be, Man. oh, I can't wait to jump off. It's going to be great. <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll pick up the slack for that, Matt. I'll, okay. I'll let you know if you're missing anything. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. I think we're just not supposed to know what everyone's saying about us all the time. And technology mm. has enabled that. Yes. But like people want, want to say like, like, like I'll, I'll listen to podcasts and not like an episode and want to talk to my friend who doesn't like, who also listens to the podcast to see if they didn't like the episode. That, yeah. But that's like maybe not a conversation that the hosts need to be privy to. Uh, but it ends up happening because people commute, people, these community, these communities are found by, you know, whatever uh, that you find each other online, that those conversations are had in public, so you can find them or be or stumble upon them, or sometimes be tagged in them. Maybe I just don't, I just don't feel like we're just supposed to be exposed to that. Maybe uh, podcast listeners' uh, resolution should be text someone, just text somebody <laughs> <laughs> instead. No, 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 no. Have the have the conversations in public where we're in the like heyday of the Roman Empire where the mm-hmm. salons are happening and people That's are right. all communicating their ideas and things are clear. Look out the window. Things are getting better and better yes. and better, just constantly better. So I say, keep having those conversations at Matt on Twitter. I'll go and hit, I'll, I'll look at his feed. <laughs> I'll, I'll read this stuff. He's not reading. You know what? I'm going to set a Google alert for at my Matt Apodaca so that I just get every time anybody adds him on Twitter, like real time updates. And then Heather, I need you to text me those. Okay. You got it. Okay. Feels like you're circumventing your resolution, but uh, I'll allow it. <laughs> How about one game in our backlog? We pledged to finish by year's end for me. We're talking about Elden Ring, uh, a game I bought and never played because I got scared because I knew it was going to be very hard. Uh, but I know I'll love it. Uh, Sekiro. Whoa. Oh. I am going to finish Sekiro. Holy shit, dude. I'm doing it. Man. Oh, that makes me want to change my answer. As I have yet to finish Sekiro also because I was just, I got distracted by, I think, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And then I was in that for seven months of my life. Um. Oh, man, that game's so good. Maybe I should finish it. Maybe Fuck. we both finish it, but it's my we resolution. Could. Well, I own. had a different I had a different resolution <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to throw mine out there, which is I'm going to play one of the games on my Vita that I didn't recognize during the segment we did when uh, when we were talking about when it was a, a Heather's Hole that featured the Vita. And I was like, wait, what is this game? And like it was still wrapped. Like I'm going to I'm going to play those games the ones installed on my system and also the ones that I've never even opened. And um, that's my 
backlog gaming resolution. Matt? Wow. I could easily say 10 things. <laughs> like I could. I, <laughs> uh, and I think I'm going to go with one that I haven't started, which is insane. Um, but I, I, I know that I'm going to love it. I just haven't played it yet. And I'm excited for the new one. So my gaming resolution is that I'm going to start and complete uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Wow. Oh, yeah. In advance of Horizon Forbidden West. Oh, you're uh, going to love it. It's great. Uh, which is sooner than later. So I'll hopefully complete this resolution. Uh, hey, in Q1 of 2022, I think. <laughs> um, but I also, can I go circle back to something and say a joke that I thought of earlier that I forgot to say? Yeah. Yes. My gaming resolution, 4K, baby. Oh. Oh, wait. Oh, that was the... Ch I had the opportunity there. I could have joined in on that one. Nick, you could have joined in, too. I was trying to give Heather some space. <laughs> and also, he I was is, just enjoying it. Oh, yeah, and that's was, right. And you're not talking. resolved to stop talking. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Shoot. <laughs> I set a trap. I set a, I set a trap is what I just did. You sure did. Uh, yeah, I, I, I saw the opportunity, but I was so angry. <laughs> that I couldn't remember to joke. <laughs> you did punch your camera. <laughs> so we have uh, Sekiro, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Vita game you didn't recognize. <laughs> I love it. Hey, it's time for a trip down memory card lane as our own Heather Ann Campbell shows and tells an item from a retro collection. It's another edition of Heather's Hole. <clears throat> Welcome to Heather's Hole. Uh, this is my hole. Uh, welcome. Come on in. Okay, so... So this, so this week I'm just talking about a concept. Um, I have a ton of I have a ton of games that I'd like to cover, but right now what I want to what I want to single out is EverDrives and optical disc emulators. So one of the things that's happening as video game technology ages is a lot of the old systems are failing. And by that, I mean the batteries inside of old cartridges, the uh, the optical drives that read your CD-ROMs, and even CD-ROMs themselves are starting to rot. Uh, and there are solutions which uh, live on the boundary of legality uh, that will allow you to load tons and tons and tons of games onto cartridges, uh, and then you can play them inside of your old functioning systems. A more directly legal version of this would be a Polymega, which is the um, system that I think I've talked about on this segment before. It is a, it's a, you put in every old disc that you have and it rips it from the, the disc or the cartridge, and then you can uh, play those games on the Polymega. But for hardware purists like myself, some of our old games uh, aren't working anymore. Like mm -hmm. I have a copy of um, Little Nemo the Dream Master for the NES, one of my oh, favorite yeah. NES games of all time. When I was a kid and I, I rented this game from Blockbuster, Nemo runs up to start each level and leaps into bed uh, and then is immediately asleep. And I would go to bed that way as a kid. I would run to my bedroom and leap over the end of the bed 
And I did that until one day I caught my shins on the on the end of my bed, <laughs> just like cartwheeled into oh. my bed and was just like, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> so the only way that I can play Little Nemo the Dream Master, except for like hunting down an old cartridge, is perhaps to use one of these EverDrives. Uh, EverDrive is the brand name, by the way. There's EverDrives for Genesis, for N64, for the Game Boy Advance, for the original Game Boy, Game Gear, et cetera, et cetera. And then optical drive emulators, my favorite are the ones by Terra Onion, which work on both the Saturn and the uh, Dreamcast. But there are other ones for the PlayStation 1. There's Fenrir, which is an optical drive emulator. There's X-Station, which is a PlayStation emulator, or not emulator, drive emulator. Uh, I don't look, I, I don't know what we're supposed to do when these games are out of print and now the resale value on these fucking things is like, it's like $8,000 for rule of rose. Like, I don't know what the fuck we're supposed to do. You can't yeah. buy it new and you can't buy it old, but these are pieces of art. They are, it's, it's a, it's akin to film just going out of print which happened before the advent of VHS, but there's history and legacy and stuff that informs current game design choices and current game design storytelling that we don't have access to. So uh, yeah, if you have an old system and an old TV, I think you should get an EverDrive or an optical drive emulator. That's it for Heather's Hole. Thank you, Heather. And can can I, Matt style, can I circle back and say a joke I was going to say earlier? Yeah. Uh, when you said uh, all the, uh, the old systems are failing, I was going to be like, yeah, like capitalism. <laughs> I think she closed the, the window. Hole? Yeah. Is she still, I think she's still in the hole. That's why she didn't <laughs> respond to that. The joke hasn't gotten down there yet. Yeah. Um, no, I was trying to, I just don't, I don't. Well, you got a year to work on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's this week's Get Played. And you may have a question. What happened to the question block? We're keeping the question block. It's just going to be more of a segment that we'll do once a month or so where we'll take a barrage of questions. So think of the question block changing from a single coin block to one of those ones that you keep hitting and a bunch of coins come out and we'll take a we'll take a bunch of different questions, maybe on a topic. We're going to figure it out. And you should uh, leave voice messages because we'll play those on the show. Yeah, we love the voice. We love your voicemails. Love to hear your voice. So please do that. We'll, we'll definitely get to those. Uh, you can follow us on social media at Get Played Pod. Our music and engineering are by Devin Bryant. You can follow him on Twitter at BaffleGabs. And hey, that's our episode. You got played. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>